And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Myth Bits. You made an excellent choice. The World of Myth Bits. Hey everybody, and welcome to The World of Myth Bits. I am your host, Stephanie Barty. And this is episode 88. Holy moly, we're getting up there. I hope everybody's had a good week and you're enjoying the um, new magazine. I will not be doing magazine review tonight. Um, The magazine's only been out for four days. So, slow your roll. Don't worry. I will do it next week. Um, But I'm not doing it tonight. Because, like I said, it's only been out for four days, so um, I want to. I like to give at least a week, so people can have a chance to read it and digest it, and then decide whether or not they agree with my review of it. Um, I do have some housekeeping that I need to discuss with you. There's some changes some things that you need to be aware of. Um, You have to bear with me. I'm just taking my phone off of battery saver because it keeps shutting off on me. It drives me crazy. Okay, so first thing on housekeeping is July 1st, folks. It's coming. It's right around the corner. Like, it's Wednesday. So, if you are in the top 10 for the Open Contract Challenge, you only have three days, two days, two days. You only have Monday, Tuesday, and until midnight California time on Wednesday to get your stuff in. Get that first chapter in. Let's see them. Uh, We have most of them, but, you know, we're not chasing you guys. This is a contest. It is your responsibility to get your stuff in. And you don't want to screw up this opportunity. I mean, really, you don't. Um, Do you have a shot at a publishing contract? And it's a damn good one, if I do say so myself. So, get your stuff in. Just saying. Tick tock, tick tock. Time's running out. Um, Wheels are moving forward for PCE 2021. I am reservedly excited because I'm in Canada. So the borders don't open. I don't get to go. So I'm excited about PCE. I had such a blast last year. I can't wait to go again this year. Um, There are rumors floating around about some exciting things, but I did not get permission from the boss man to share those rumors with you. (laughs) So we'll just say there's some really cool stuff going to happen and going to be going on 
you may want to book the weekend. Just, you know, maybe an FYI. Maybe. So that's uh, looking to happen around February 27th-ish that weekend. So, yeah. PCE. Very excited about it. Um, Okay. So I do have a little magazine serious magazine related stuff I need to discuss with you guys. Uh, For the first time (laughs) since I've known him, our founder, the head of our company, the glue that pretty much holds this magazine together is taking a vacation with his children. And He's taking a well-deserved vacation. They are taking a road trip. And he will be leaving um, before deadline. And not coming back until after our normal release date. So, with that being said, our new deadline date just for the month of July is the 7th of July. And we will be going live with the magazine on the 10th of July instead of the 24th. We will be going live on the 10th. Now this is only for July because while my if I go on vacation, my position can be temporarily filled. Unfortunately, when Dave goes on vacation... His position cannot temporarily be filled. Technically, it could temporarily be filled by one other person. And that other person is going on vacation with Dave because that is his oldest child. Okay, so um, we are going to release the magazine before he goes on vacation so that it is still out there. Um... We are already working on the stuff from last month that did not get put in, that will be going in this month. So if you got an acceptance last month, take that as your acceptance. You will not get another one. Um, And yeah, so the deadline date for July is the 7th, not the 15th, the 7th. And release date is the 10th, not the 24th. So get your stuff in. And there will also be some changes when Dave comes back from holidays. You probably won't see those changes until August or September. But we will be um, revamping the submissions page entirely. Um, Guidelines are going to be changed rules, everything is going to be updated and freshened up and, um, yes, spelled correctly. (laughs) When Dave gets back. So probably you won't see those changes until August or September, but you already know the basics. If you are a regular submitter, I want 12 point font. I want New Times Roman. I want your author photo and your bio. 
in a separate document together in a separate document, not in the body of the email um, and attached to the email like your story, poetry or artwork is attached. Um, yeah, so we're just going to, I just want to streamline the submission guidelines and make them a lot clearer, a lot easier for people to understand because apparently they're not. Uh, people are still getting confused. Um, funny story, I do get a lot of emails from people that can't find the submission guidelines. And my first question is, if you went to the website and you can't find the submission guidelines, but you managed to find my email to email me about the submission guidelines. That's where they are. That's them. Which, so, that says to me that they are not clear. They are not understood as the guidelines for submissions. So, because my email is on the submissions guidelines page. It's the only place in the entire magazine that you can find the email to email me. So when I get questions about what are your submission guidelines when they've taken the email from that page, that says to me, I need to fix the guidelines because they're not clear. They're not concise. It's not easily recognizable as the guidelines for submissions. So I'm going to fix those. Um, we are taking applications for two positions within the magazine. Now, I will tell you up front, flat out, these are volunteer positions. You do not get paid. None of us get paid. This is strictly volunteer, but if you commit to the position, then you have to commit to the position. You have to sign a contract stating that you will do your the requirements of the position. I mean, this is serious stuff. Yeah, we don't get paid, but I am dead serious and passionate about this magazine. And I don't want somebody taking the position that's going to half-heartedly do the job. So, I just remembered the second position and then I lost it again. We are taking applications for two positions. The first one is circulations manager. And basically what circulations manager is in charge of is all of our public relations. Anything social media wise to do with the magazine, sharing the magazine, promoting the magazine, doing, you must do at least one daily post on the magazine page, talking to people, send questions through the magazine on Facebook, um, manning our Instagram. Actually, I don't think we have an Instagram for the magazine, but we do have a Twitter account, um, manning all of those, doing daily posts, talking to our contributors and those on the page, and maintaining our social media presence and growing our social media presence. Um, that is the first position. The second position that we are looking for is um, an interviewer to do regular interviews with our members of the month, 
Um, no, I can't remember if they're going to be written interviews. Yes, I do believe they are going to be written interviews. So um, you don't need to have recording equipment. They don't need to be podcasts. Um, you don't have to worry about any of that to start, I don't think. Anyway, so we are looking for a circulations manager and a interviewer. So if you're interested in those positions, email us at the uh, email me at the same email address that you send your submissions to and put in the subject line um, position application so that I'm not going to confuse it. I can get to the, I can skip to those immediately um, instead of getting bogged down with all the stories and everything else that are in there. It'd be easier for you to pick those out. So if you're interested in those positions, um, circulations manager or interviewer, send me an email and tell me why. Tell me why. Tell me why you feel that you would be the best person for that position. Sell me on it. All right, so that's that. So we've covered the open contract challenge. July 1st, people, TikTok, TikTok. Quarter set, quarterfinal submissions are due, so get them in. Um, we have covered the new deadline date for um, July's issue, and that is the 7th. And the release date is going to be the 10th because Dave is taking a much-needed, a much-deserved family vacation for two weeks. And we've covered the submission guideline page going to be revamped. I have told you about the two positions we are looking to fill because we are growing. Um, I'm still considering an assistant, but I haven't quite. got there yet Um, because we are growing by leaps and bounds and the work is getting to be too much for one person or two people and yeah so get your resumes in Um, well you're not even a resume like just tell me why sell me on it best way you know be a writer tell me about it Okay, so what else was there on housekeeping? PCE, we covered that. Um, that's only been 15 minutes. Okay, well. <coughs> Since magazine review is coming next week, I can talk to you about other things, fun things. Um, last week we kind of covered, it was supposed to be my journey. Um, after getting published and I ended up kind of giving you my TED talk on how to sell yourself, what you need to do once you've been published and things like that, how to find common ground with a person that you're selling your book to and and things like that. Um, I think this week I want to talk about Ways that you yourself can put yourself into the mindset 
to sell your book. I mean, okay, you've written it. You love it. You've edited the hell out of it. Your publisher has edited the hell out of it. It's pretty much about as perfect as it can be. It's got a cover. It's got a back page. It's got a dedication page. It's in a fancy little thing called a book. You can hold it in your hands. You can flip those pages. You can smell it. It's been released on Amazon and Goodreads and Barnes and Noble. And, you know, you have it in your local small town bookstore. If you are so lucky to have one, um, I'm lucky in my town. We do have a library that will take a donation of your book. And we do have a small town um, bookstore, locally owned bookstore that will take your book on consignment, which is great. Um, oh, excuse me, I'll bear with me. It's been a long day. So, what I want to talk about this week is. Getting yourself from, yay, I've been published, I'm, you know, an author, yada, 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 into now I need to be a salesman. Because just like you have to change hats when you're writing, and you have to become different characters as you're writing, as a published author, you have to change different hats. You need to be the author, you need to be the salesman, you need to be the PR person, you need to be, you know, the agent, the manager, the go, you have to be all of these people. So you need to um, be able to market yourself. Now, one of the easiest ways to get out there and get seen is social media. Get yourself on social media. Get yourself, create yourself a public account on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. TikTok is a good place to get out there, to get visually seen. Um, There's a few other social media platforms that you can use. Those are the big ones. So... I have my I have my own personal page on Facebook that I use for close friends, family, and it's private. I don't accept friend requests from um, people I don't know. I don't generally accept friend requests from contributors to the magazine on that page because I have my public page. Now, my public page, I will accept a friend request from anybody because I have sold so many books that I don't know if this person is somebody who bought a book and looked me up, who went to my website and looked me up and, and wants to, you know, connect with me on Facebook. Um, and you, you learn fairly quickly um, how to weed out the trolls and how to weed out the fake accounts and the the hello pretty or hello my dear I would like to be your friend accounts you can figure those out fairly quickly 
and you just delete, block, and unfriend, and you're done with it. Um, but I do have several people on my public account that are fans that have bought my book and have um, enjoyed my book and have become a fan of my writing and they read my stuff on the magazine and they follow my poetry page on Facebook. So um, you need to create that page, that public persona, because you are now a public figure. Even though, you know, the only people that may know your name are your family and close friends. And the one or two people that you've managed to swallow your fear and sell your book to, you are a public figure. So now you need to start behaving like one. You know, they say dress for the job that you want. Well, yes, okay, as writers, we can wear track pants and slouchy shirts and messy buns or baseball caps and not shower for days. That's not what I mean. You want to be an ex- you want to be a successful author, so dress like one. Basically, get yourself a public Facebook page. That's first part of your dressing. That's your social media dressing. Engage. Get your friends and family to join. Um, engage with people. Hashtags are your friend. You will get seen with hashtags. You don't have to be witty. You don't have to be funny all the time. You don't have to be on all the time. Just be you. Just be you. See a funny meme? Share it. Now, I generally steer away from anything political, anything religious. Because I don't want to alienate anybody. I'm not going to agree with everybody's views. I'm not going to agree with everybody's beliefs. It's not my place to agree with them. Freedom of speech. You can have your views and your feelings and your beliefs over there. I'm going to have mine over here. Thank you for buying my book. I really appreciate it. Whether I agree with you or not, your money spends just as well as anybody else's. Thank you. I'm gone. And I don't allow people to get into political debates or um, religious debates or anything else on my public page. I shut that down immediately and I send a message to the person who started it like you're done, do this again, you're out of here, I will block you, I will remove you, it's over. And thankfully I haven't really had a lot of problems. Um, So that's on Facebook. Now, hashtags work, they work great on Facebook, they really work great on Twitter. And there is this entire movement community on Twitter. It's it, hashtag writing community. And you can get followers. You can connect with other writers and talk to other writers and agents and 
by using this hashtag. It's, it's great. And you have this entire community of support that, you know, is like, hey, yeah, we're cheering you on because we're in the same damn boat. Um, so hashtags work really well on Twitter. Get yourself on Twitter. Now, Instagram, I found that one very useful because it's picture oriented. It's pictures and short videos. So you can get pictures of your book in the local bookstore. Get pictures of your book. Do like I did a bunch of artsy fartsy pictures where, you know, I was doing my own ad campaigns. So looking for a book to read at the beach and I had my book open sitting on a beach chair. You know, took pictures of that. So that's another good thing. And again, hashtags. Oh, excuse me. Hashtags work great on Instagram. And you use like hashtag writers, hashtag authors of Instagram, hashtag writing community, hashtag writers lift, um, hashtag am writing. Um, When I was down in Florida, it was hashtag adventures in writing. And people search hashtags and check them out. And I got a lot of followers that way. The latest craze is TikTok because you can do a 15 second video. You can do a 60 second video. And right now I have 200 and 200 and some odd people, 258 people that follow me. So they're checking my content every day. So yeah, I talk about this and I talk about that and I chat about the weather or what I did that day. But I also um, throw in there that I'm an author. I'll do, I did a video of uh, a 60 second video showing all the books that I have written and have had stories appear in and the titles of them and where you can find them. Um, I've done videos on what it's like to be an author and, and all of that. So there are 258 people out there now that know that I wrote this book. This is the name of this book. This is my name. This is where you can find the book. And I've made sales since I've done that video of that book. So it works. So that is one way to boost your author presence your your because you want to build a fan base you want to build a presence you want to become a force basically because you build your presence and your presence gets bigger and bigger and then you start getting invited to the bigger and bigger shows and that's how you you build your career all the while you're still trying to keep writing don't forget to keep writing um Take side jobs if you need to. Gets you out there. Adds to your resume. Get a website. Have to have a website. You can blog. You can vlog. You can put up a calendar. Oh my goodness gracious me. You can put up a calendar with um, where you're going to be appearing. Events that you're going to be attending. You can put links to your books. You can do whatever you want. It's your website for your author. Every author 
has a website. Look up Danielle Steele. She has a website. Stephen King has a website. Nora Roberts, James Patterson, um, Clive. Oh, I have his. I have his name in my head. I can see it. It starts with a C. It's like Kusselman or something. I can't remember. Um, they all have websites. Everybody has a website. Mailing list. Set it all up on your website. Do it. Set up a separate email, like a separate author email, just for your public social media pages and your your website. And if you're going to do business cards, which are a good idea, trust me, brilliant idea. Um, put your website, put your email address on that. Because that's how people are going to get into contact with you to invite you to their events is through email. And if you just use your email that you use for everything, those emails may get lost. And you don't want to miss those. So set up an email address. Oh, good gravy. I'm sorry. I said it's been a long day. I didn't get to sleep until I heard birds chirping this morning and then I think I was up like four or five hours later and then helping my sister chase around a two-year-old and a nine-month-old ten-month-old I'm a little tired and uh, I had to have a meeting with Dave so that I could get all the housekeeping and we could decide on our deadline and release dates Talk about the positioning, the the positions, not the positioning, good lord. The positions for the magazine, the two ones that we're looking for people for. Um, So you're going to have to put up with the URL because there's going to be a lot of it. It was hot today and very humid. And humidity always gets me, always makes me tired. So yeah, set up social media presence. And make sure that, you know, you man that presence. At first, things are going to be slow. And you may have to post up to four times a day. Uh, The neat thing with TikTok is you can get analytics and it'll tell you when your followers are most active. So you kind of figure out when is the best time to be posting. When is it going to be seen the most? Now, mine generally are on um, set between 7 and 9 in the morning, and then mid-afternoon, and then late evening. So, those are the best times for me to post, because that's when they're going to be on, that's when they're going to see it. And you could kind of figure it out. I don't know if Facebook and... um, Twitter and Instagram have the ability to do that. I know TikTok does. But I just use my analytics from TikTok and transfer it over to my other social media. So if, you know, I'm getting a lot of views between, say, 8 and 11 at night, that's when I'll start posting on Facebook. That's when I'll start posting on um, Twitter and Instagram as well. And you want the followers. You want the people. And talk about your stuff. Talk about your work. Talk about your book. Sell your book. 
sell it. Um, but yeah, social media is a good way to get your name out there, connect with people, especially if you're shy. It's easy to connect with somebody when you're talking to them on a keyboard through a screen. You don't actually have to look at them. And it'll help build your confidence to be able to talk to them in person. Um, yeah, business cards. I got business cards made up. Best thing I ever did. And I mean, you can find really reasonable printing, free online, or like online printing companies. Like, um, And this is by no means an endorsement, an advertisement, and I'm not getting paid to say this. I used Vistaprint and I get everything that I need. My banners, my bookmarks, my any swag that I need for me, I can get at Vistaprint. Um, my business cards, postcards, all of that at Vistaprint. And they're decently priced. Like it's it's pretty decent and it's I like the way they look. I like the quality. I like the templates because it makes my life easier. So get some business cards. Now, what I do with the business cards as well, because my first book is one of three, when they buy my book and I, you know, autograph it, I will put a business card in there and tell them you can use this as a bookmark. But... Don't forget to check the website because my website is on there. My email address is on there. Um, and I tell them, you know, stay up to date on my what's going on when book two is coming out and all of that. So business cards are a really good idea. Gets you, you know, you're talking to somebody and you don't have books on you. And, oh, that book sounds really good. You're telling them about your book. Oh, the book sounds really good. Well, here's my business card. You can... Follow the link on my website and you can purchase the book. So, social media presence is um, a really good start. It's a start. And then you have your business cards and anything else that you, you may need. And then you want to start looking into a, buying a table at... <gasps> Like I said last week, buying a table at a flea market or, or a farmer's market or um, a street fair. There's writer's events happening all over Ontario, if you're in Ontario. So I'm pretty sure if you look in the province or state that you're in, you will be able to find events in your area that you can attend and sell books. Um... Now, when selling books at an event, um, general consensus is you don't sell it for the cover price. Because if they were buying it for the cover price, they would be buying it on Amazon or Goodreads or wherever. And they would have to pay shipping and handling on top of the cover price and tax. And postage. All of that stuff. So, when you're selling it at an event and you're autographing it, bump up the price. Bump up the price. 
you're allowed to do that. Don't be ridiculous about it and don't shortchange yourself. You know, decent price. Uh, mine, I can't remember what it sells for. To be honest, I sell it at an event. I will sell it for 20 bucks. Autographed. 20 bucks autographed. And I think I make five or six dollars off of every book. So, no. Yeah, I think I make five or six dollars off of every. No. Wait. I make two dollars more than what it cost me to have it printed and shipped. Two or three dollars more than what it cost me. So, yeah, I got to sell a few books, but I can do that. Like I said, I haven't ever had a problem selling books. Sold out more events than I can count. I was in Florida, and I took the opportunity. I, was, I would sit in the driveway. It was a covered driveway. And I would write because it was outside. It was Florida. It was lovely. It was February. <laughs> it was January and it was February and it was cold back home. And it was not cold there. And you know, people would walk by and they're very friendly. Hey, how you doing? Oh, I see you working out there. What are you working on? Blah, 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 blah. And I sold a few books while I was there. Um, probably would have sold a few more if it hadn't been for COVID. But anyway, I digress. So, yeah, business cards, talking about what you do, social media presence, all things to help you um, build your author persona. Do workshops, do panels, um, do videos about workshops and panels and things you want to talk about. Uh, Stick with what you know. Don't, like I would never, ever get up and do a talk on um, comparative religion or um, ancient languages because I know nothing about it. Now, writing a book? Yeah, I know a little bit about that. I have a few of them under my belt. So, yeah, I could get up there and I could talk to you. I could tell you how I write. may not work for you, um, I am what they call a pantser, kind of right by the seat of my pants. I have a general idea of what's going to happen, but I pretty much let the characters tell me the story as I'm writing it down. So you need to figure out your way and do a talk on it, do a video on it, do a 60 second TikTok, whatever. Talk about it. Talk about what you know. Share your knowledge. Because as writers and as authors, we have knowledge on what it's like to be that and to do that. Because we're doing it. So talk about it. Everybody's a teacher. Everybody's a student. Um, yeah, talk to people in line. I talk to everybody. I never used to talk to everybody. I hated talking to people. I was so shy. 
and introverted and I was afraid to talk to people and like what if they didn't like me what if they didn't like my book what if they didn't care now I talk to everybody I talk to the dogs that are walking by talk to everybody because you never know when you're going to make a sale of your book you never know you never know when that person could be looking for that perfect book and yours could be it. You never know. So you got to talk to people. you got to take that chance. Um, discipline. Oh, I am the last person to talk to you about writing discipline. Because I have none. <laughs> I really don't. Um... I'm a deadline kind of girl. It's like, oh crap, deadline's in four days. I need to write a book. <laughs> and I'll do it. I'll write the, I'll sit down, I'll write the book. But having discipline, and I understand, I am a writer. I understand you can't schedule when you're going to write. It doesn't work that way. And I've tried explaining this to people who aren't writers. And they, what do you mean it doesn't work that way? You just sit down and you, you write. Well, No. You don't just sit down and all these wonderful words flow from your fingers onto the screen and you have this fantastic story. That's not how it works. For me, there's like a system. And it involves a set amount of time of procrastination with certain activities. Um, every writer has their own process and you can't force that process uh that's something i want to touch on too non-writers don't understand when you have a deadline looming that's fine you know you have that deadline looming and you know you you've got writing you have to do so trying to be supportive but by asking that writer how many words you written today have you done the writing today How's the book coming? Did you get it done today? You know, how far are you? That, especially if you've had a bad writing day, that doesn't help. It hinders more than anything else because now you feel like you're being nagged. You're not enjoying the process anymore. And if you've had a bad writing day, you feel guilty for not putting in the allotted amount of words that you wanted to do. But you've got to keep in mind, you're going to have good days and you're going to have bad days. You're going to have days where you're going to be ripping out three, four, five thousand, six thousand words. And you're going to have days where you can barely write six words. You just keep doing it. But for the non-writers in your life, you need to be clear with them what helps, what doesn't help, especially when you hit that wall. And in any book that I have ever written, any story that I have ever written, there comes a point in that story where you hit that block. And you're like, oh no, where is this going from here? I have no idea. And that happens a lot when you're a pantser. Because you're kind of letting the characters tell the story and then the characters go, well, you don't exactly know what to do now. 
And that's when you have to become a plotter and a planner and figure it out. So being egged, especially if you're facing something like that, doesn't help. Even if it is gentle, loving reminders, uh -huh. it doesn't help. Just let us do our thing. And if you see us sitting and hands are flying across the keys, words are being typed, there is a look, you'll know it when you see it. It's kind of intense. Eyes are a little glazed over because we're not really seeing the screen. We're actually watching the drama unfold in front of us in our minds. Don't tap us on the shoulder and say, would you like a tea, dear? Just bring the tea. Set it down quietly and walk away. We will drink the tea. We will eat the sandwich that you place just within reach. We will drink the water. We will do all the things. We will eat and drink all the things that you bring us. We may not acknowledge that you brought it to us right then. Please do not stand around and wait for a thank you. Carry on about your day. Because I am on a roll. And if I have not looked up and acknowledged that you are standing there with food and drink, set it down and walk away. Because I'm in my groove. I'm doing my thing. I'm on a roll. I'm writing. The story is unfolding usually faster than my fingers can keep up. And when you disrupt that, it's very hard to get it back on track and remember the direction it was going in. So, drop food, continue on. This is more or less a, a TED talk for non-writers in relationships with writers. Um, so, yeah, you want to build a following. Send, and even if you're building your following on not necessarily the book that you've written, but other things, if you write poetry, submit poetry to magazines and to online e-zines so that your name gets out there. Short stories, get them out there. That way you, you start building a following using your name and your style of writing. And then people go, oh, I like the way they write. I'm going to go get their book. So. That's a good thing to do. Social media can really, really help you. But I would make a separate private account or separate public account, separate from your private account. If you already have an account and it's set to public, and your family and your friends are on that, change it to private. Change it to private. Keep that one private. And have a public one for the strangers that you are going to meet along the way. So, social media presence, big thing. Do it. Website, um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Use hashtags. 
Now, don't do like 17 different hashtags in one post because 99.9% .9 of the people will see all that blue and keep right on scrolling. Incorporating hashtags into your sentence structure works really well. Okay, I think I'm going to wrap this up for this week. Um, next week I will be probably still just as thirsty. Next week I will be back in the boudoir and that will be magazine review. So even though it's a short edition, turn in, tune in, turn in, tune in as I review and talk about all the wild and wonderful things in um, June's issue. Wednesday is the 1st of July. So everybody in the Open Contract Challenge, our 10 contestants, get your stuff in. Time's at waste in. Ticky-tocky, let's go. Um, I also want to say, because I'm obviously not going to be on Wednesday, I want to say a very, very happy Canada Day to all of my Canadian listeners. Um, if you can virtually celebrate with family and friends, I suggest you do. Throw your, connect your laptop to a projector if you have one and tune in to watch your local live stream of fireworks. I'm sure there'll be one. If not, look up some online and, and have them going. Remember, wash your hands, social distance. We can gather in groups of 10. So if you want, have your little pod over, have a barbecue, celebrate. We are Canadian. We're still here. We're still hanging out. We're still hanging in. So happy Canada Day, Canada. Happy birthday. Um, I'll be on, I'll be around Wednesday. Maybe we can get a group of us together and do a Zoom or something. I don't know. I got to figure out how to use Zoom. But uh, yeah, celebrate wisely. And within the standards that are set, but enjoy yourself. Have a good Canada Day. Um, I know I will. So, okay. Check us out at www.theworldofmyth.com. Check us out on Facebook at The World of Myth Magazine and The World of Myth Bits. That's this podcast that you are listening to. You can also find us on Twitter at The World of Myth Magazine and The World of Myth Bits Podcast. You can find us over on Instagram at Open Contract Challenge and me, Stephanie Barty, author. I'm also on Facebook as author Stephanie Barty. And you can find me over on TikTok at Lady Lou Who. So until next week, have a good one, everybody, and see ya. <laughs> The world of myth bitch.